Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new freaking episode of Are You Not Entertained? Today's topic in question is Kid Cudi from his latest album, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen. I like this album, I genuinely enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoy Kid Cudi's songs in general. They're very soothing, um, uh, soft in the ear, nothing too... I guess rambunctious, if you want to say. That's a very white word. Um, nothing too loud and boasty. But it's enjoyable. It definitely has this moment where it, it... I wouldn't say ebbs. I'd say more flows and then recedes a little bit and then goes up again. Regardless, uh, I have a couple of tracks here that I really enjoyed. Um, mainly tequila shots. Um, well, I mean, look. The, the first track in itself is 30 seconds and it's... The only like he only says like five words, um, but I enjoy that um, that first song regardless. I I don't know what to say to be honest. I mean there isn't much to say. Um, I guess we'll see. So tequila shots and then there's uh, another day and she knows this. Um, um, heaven on earth. Show out, uh, Mister Solo Dolo three. Uh, sad people. Uh, Elsie's baby boy. Uh, September sixteen. Uh, the void. Loving me. Uh, and for the kids. So let's start off with tequila shots. So, um, look for for all the songs that are on this uh, list. I really enjoyed them because they sound easy on the ears and they're not. It's enjoyable to hear. Like it's a vibe in itself. Um, of course, I'll be talking about uh, uh, Eminem's new album. Maybe tomorrow, perhaps, um, perhaps after tomorrow. I guess we'll see when it comes out. I haven't really decided yet when I want to release the episode, but I know one thing's for certain though. I'm, I'm excited for this nonetheless, and I really can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, because that album was even better, in my opinion, than this album. I'll have to give this album an 8.5 out of 10. Um, there are certain artists I don't really enjoy in the album. I think the fact that he had so many songs with bigger artists, he could have had them on the album itself. I don't know why he didn't. Like, it could have been very easy for him to make it much better with features. I know that's a, that's a choice they have to make. Either they do it by themselves or they get a feature on. I think it would have been better for him to have a feature on the song. Maybe like an Eminem feature, like do his own thing. They'll be great though, again. But I don't know. I guess we'll see about that later on. So, the killer shots. Um, it, it, it talks about like his past struggles, and and like uh, internal conflicts he has with himself. Um. So the first verse goes uh, along the lines of. Um, nights my mind is beaten by I'm holding on asking God to help me um, um, asking God to help him or are you hearing me girl is telling me she uh, she don't know what you want a uh, lot of demons creeping up they're living underneath gotta take a minute y'all traveled far feeling something no I can't ignore my instincts back is where I started it's the same old damaged song it's the shit I need um, and and usually his songs are very melodic in nature. I, 
I wouldn't compare them too strongly to a lullaby, but it's very like it's very calming. It's enjoyable. Like for like like for me, I can't I can't verbally explain the um, the aesthetic of a certain songs of his. But for those of you who do know him, it's really really good. It's enjoyable nonetheless because I mean this is fantastic. Um, it's a great introduction. Great way to see you back again. Um, the next song, uh, Another Day, it's on the f- um, first act um, called Return to Madness. It talks about his crazy nights partying and all of that fun stuff. Um, as much as I enjoy the chorus, I prefer the first version of this one. So it goes, um, if he can't decide which one I want, all the girls at the party come along, it's the party we started. Um, mixing drinks, how much, who knows? I pour one out for dead homies, yeah, yeah. They already departed. Um, ain't missing the moment, ain't no spilling. Um, dude, I've been living ill and trying to find it, trying to find it, then I'm peeling. You feel it? Well, all's good until I hit the ceiling. Good riddance, I figured I'd be started, just need a minute, just a second. So, briefly, to begin by saying that like um, I feel like I said this beforehand but I'll just say it again uh, there isn't necessarily a flow to this it's just whatever he feels like saying he just regurgitates and says it out loud because he feels like he should say that um, and the thing with Kid Cudi that I enjoy about him the most I'm going to say this with all confidence though is that he doesn't care about rhyme schemes or about like having certain words that rhyme together like like it's just a um his album is an experience in itself like like his rhyme scheme isn't two words directly line after line run together or line after like um two lines repeating their like like their flow is the same no it's like it's some words rhyme others don't and then it's very um on and off which some people might say, no, that's not cool. But I mean, really, I mean, dude, he's, he's, he's tried the career of this. And this is fantastic. He has to be able to do this, um, so confidently. Okay, so so uh, she knows this. I think I talked about this song beforehand. Um, um, if not, here it is. I really did enjoy this song, though. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I think the intro. Um, so so like. So the, um, uh, the intros for the song are amazing. Actually, for this album in general, because so many intros are based on like hit movies from like the twenty tens, and this this song in particular is about uh, is using the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, um, uh, a scene, it says Scott, uh, uh, let it go, don't give him the satisfaction. And it says, what if I want satisfaction? So this is about, uh, so like the line is from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And the immortal is like the very end scene. Or at least, or at least like, um, um, I don't recall like, um, what's in particular. But enjoyable, for sure. Um, so, and then as soon as he says the intro, it goes into um, like the chorus. And the chorus itself is very like 
it, it's what I like to call like your typical high school band. It's enjoyable to hear for some, for others it's eh, but still, the fact that like um, his humming is so synonymous and, and he does this every single time he has an album, he hums in it. It's very enjoyable, of course, it's very calming and relaxing. So he says, mm, yeah, and she see me, she knows this, and then she's more or less repeating that whole line, which for some people might say, oh no, it's too repetitious, it's the, oh, the same thing, and, I mean, it might not work for you, but for him it works perfectly, because he seems happy with this, and he seems to really enjoy this. Um, and, so, uh, yeah, so yours, uh, the, the first verse goes as follows, um, here we go, step in, and they're gonna tear shit up. I, yeah, they got double cups, but um, but me and my, but me and my boo got two fat blunts. Um, roll it up, gang. Ooh, talk about dude. I don't care, but we know. Ooh, truth. Uh, oh, truth. Um, um, they call that whole shit. Burn the burnt clips. And I'll listen to a while, baby, let me set it off. Um, in your, um, in your teensy weensy, um, um, keeny, such a vision. Oh, um, you're my fix. Use a hit in forever long. And, like, that's, that's basically, mostly it. Like, as much as I can speak about the song, it's better for you to hear it. Like, um, I think... Those of you who don't enjoy swear words, I think you can enjoy this song without swear words. It's not going to affect you that much. And that's all understandable. Um, next up, we have the song called Heaven on Earth. Heaven on Earth is enjoyable. It's a, It talks about like his, his uh, um, um, rock star lifestyle. Um, okay, so the, <laughs> it's really enjoyable. Of course, it's like all like um, uh, no fakers. So it goes... Um, um, no, I ain't got time for no fuckers, no fakes. Um, um, Ranger mode, see I'm stuck in my ways. Strapping in with the troops and my syndicate. Swear to God, get the fuck up my face. Um, we kill them, we clean them up. Uh, uh, tell them boys they finished, no eulogy. Um, this shit, this shit. Uh, they've been missing. Now raise them high, been doing it, doing it, doing it. Wanted the lights my whole life. I could have gone banned. Um, could be trife. A lot of good people who got caught in the fight. So, um, now look, don't don't expect this like deep lyrical breakdown from me, particular in this song. I'll definitely do one do one about um, the album for uh, uh, of course. Um, the God Himself, Eminem, but don't expect one for Kid Cudi, because look, like his lyrics aren't that like sophisticated and deep. It's just the fact that he's able to say what's on his mind without being feeling threatened or scared. Yeah, that's totally fine. We need we need more of that. Um, next up, we have Show Out by Kid Cudi, Skepta, and Pop Smoke. I were talking about I were talking about this one beforehand. It's enjoyable though because we have uh, um, Kid Cudi mixing um, a posthumous rapper in Pop Smoke, as well as a current uh, grime rapper Skepta. And Skepta has been on the up and up uh, recently. 
he's he's really one of the few rappers who is actually fantastic at what he does and doesn't stop. Like, of course, he has breaks every once in a while, but he still does a fantastic job, nonetheless. Um, so, then you have Mr. Solo Dodo 3, which I, I think has been every single album of his. Uh, enjoyable, nonetheless. And the last Solo Dodo he had was with um, Kendrick Lamar, so we'll see about that one. Um, um, the chorus is really enjoyable because, um, particularly one the way he says it, very slow and lethargic. It says, "Yeah, I take it. Uh, they don't know about it. Yeah, I take it. I don't need nobody. Um, deep in hell and dark corners, deep in my dreams, perceived now. Yeah, I take it. They don't know about it. Yeah, I take it. I don't need nobody. Can't hear me scream. Someone twisted in me." I feel like this is the way like he's felt for a while because like his life has been up and down and very particularly downward the past couple of years. Uh, it's not that he's like, oh, this is so pathetic. It's like things could do him a whole lot better and he knows that for sure. Our well, next song is called Sad People. This is about like the things that keep him, uh, uh, that keep him awake at night and can't sleep and this fear that he has within him. Um, enjoyable nonetheless. Because um, in the dead of the night, I have these dreams. What will happen to me? Will I burn out? Have I been wrong? What does it mean? All these things, can't understand why. Say something's wrong with me, I know. By myself alone driving, I go. Full moon as it glows, I search for truth. Trying to be brand new, yeah, I will try. Now I won't do, but through these screams, fighting and bleed, blood in my eye, and I'll be another broken soul, God save me, yeah. Uh, the chorus then goes, uh, Yeah, baby, see, I'm back in my zone. Just what I need, mama. Uh, I've been in hell, the same wall, on a mission, and I'm gonna fly high. This is for the sad people who keep the uh, uh, who keep the blunt burning, and we offer on a journey. You learn me. It's uh, like the fact that he's able to speak so clearly and eloquently about what issues have been keeping up, keeping him up at night. Very essential. Um. And that's tough to, to go by. Um, uh, next up on the song, Elsie's Baby Boy. Um, this is the flashback, apparently. Um, so the intro was by River Phoenix and Will Wheaton. So sadly, um, River Phoenix passed away. Um, and this scene is important to Cuddy because this is the first scene that really made him want to be an actor. And although he has definitely had uh, small scenes in movies, of course, particularly in the, um, uh, Bill and Ted. Uh, I, I, I don't remember the name of the movie. I'm sorry for any of you Bill and Ted fans or... Is it Bill and Ted? I, I don't remember. I'm sorry. But the Keanu Reeves movie. I, again, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so the first verse. And, and actually, this song is is slower and calmer and cool on the ears. It talks about his childhood and singing about his his mother, Elsie. He goes, um, he had one older sister, two older brothers, and a single parent mother who worked her ass off, did the best she could. There was nothing they could tell him that the boy know he wasn't worthless. Even though he wasn't the same home, he had felt alone, his pet gerbil passed on. He was so bored in the winter, so bored in the winter. Such a little sad boy, uh, little sad boy, Elsie's baby boy. 
he was yeah basically repeats the same words again and it's very like so like usually you will see in his choruses they're very repetitious which is understandable some people may not be a big fan of that i'm like come on it's just it's it, it's enjoyable to hear particularly when someone is like so entranced in their own music it's enjoyable so next along is september 16th it talks about his relationship with his girlfriend um Raquel Rocky Darian. So the first verse goes, Here I am, all night, all night, taking me. Lay a week in bed and I'm alone. Remembering. Wearing through my brain and I'm searching for you. Missing someone in my life. See, I'm in trouble. And every time I close my eyes, I see her face. See, I'm in trouble. No, I can't forget her at all, taunting me. And I'm wishing you were mine and all for me. Life goes by, I search for your love, whatever it be. Life goes by, I need your love all over me. Um, it's enjoyable the fact that he's able to say this about I believe someone who's his, um, I think ex-wife or current wife I don't recall I know that he, I know that he has a daughter um, but we'll see about that one soon so um, um, lastly we have the song called For the Kids and this one is basically, it's like how uh, 1985 was for the kids in um, J. Cole's last album. Um, it's like a song that's supposed to like let them know that we believe in you and you got this and just keep on doing you. I think people keep forgetting about that because people don't understand how important it is to, to fight for what's right, or at least in your opinion, what should be right. And that's hard to understand for some people in particular because they feel like it's just they're they're not trying hard enough, or they're the the walls against them and they can't do it they can't achieve their goals, and I'm here to tell you that no matter what as long as you're passionate about something you can definitely do it, because all these guys don't do that like maybe like some people their swear words might be a bit too much of an example but I think like Eminem in particular, um well I'll talk about him next. I'll talk about I think uh, my favorite Eminem albums after the um, music to, music to remembered by Side B album, which I definitely enjoyed. I think it was fantastic. Uh, some songs were definitely much needed, and people are quickly to hate him and jump on the hate train, especially uh, people like Snoop Dogg. Like, look, I mean, I mean, you can't put and uh, look, you you can't not put Eminem in your top ten, even if you have people like uh, like. Uh, uh, KRS One and um, Big Daddy Kane and Biggie and Tupac and all these guys from the eighties. You can't say he he didn't create his own culture and he didn't expand the rap game to where it is right now, because thanks to him bringing out the wider aspect of things, people who are directors can got more attention and got the respect that that they deserve and that that they might not have had in the past. Now. That does not mean you can't say he's a good rapper. He's a bad rapper because you definitely, you definitely talked about him being good, and so many other songs. I don't know why, for or whatever reason, um, um, Snoop Dogg decided he wasn't a good rapper. I mean, dude, he made songs with your brother who passed away like a long time ago, and those songs were fantastic, and he still makes songs that he's challenging himself. 
And dude, think about it. If you are, what, 48, the fact that you're able to rap quickly should be hailed as an achievement in itself. Because to be able to rap quickly, like, you must be able to know, like, exactly, like, um, uh, like what to do and how to say it and everything like that. And he does this eloquently, without, without even question. He knows what to do, he knows how to say, he knows everything. So don't act like you're so high and mighty. And look, Snoop Dogg had a really, really good first album. I'm gonna say that for sure. But then, okay, then what happened? Fine. Okay. Well, he well he fell off his high horse, and now, and now where is he? Um. So, that's really been it for today. I'll talk to you guys later about particularly the uh, second episode, which is gonna be about um. Eminem's album and then we'll talk about Eminem's uh, greatest album breakdown and then maybe like another rapper or something like that and then we'll do some Christmas stuff so that's been it for Are You Not Entertained and I hope you guys have a really safe day good day and take care of yourselves much needed bye